push the right button that time. It's Clarissa here in the Limelight Media. And as usual, we have another extraordinary uh, entrepreneur for you to meet. Book publishing. Everybody's asking me all the time about books and book publishing. I've got the gal for you today. But before we do that, I do want to thank some of our friends. And I'm going to start pushing some buttons and making sure I do the right ones. We're going to thank, uh, you can see, by the way. Okay, let's get to that. You can watch this uh, podcast or this on video. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and a hundred other smart television apps. You're also going to hear it on 15 different podcast platforms. And there they are scrolling on the bottom of the screen. I do want to friend, I think our good friends over at mynewsdesk.com. You know, I started collaborating with them some time ago and I'm telling you every time I want to get a news release or a press release, uh, they make it so easy, user-friendly, and they have phenomenal lists that you can uh, get with uh, journalists and media all over the world. I do want to also bring up Eli Technology this time. This is that little uh, scanning code that you see in the corner of your screen. Go ahead and put your camera up there. You can get all of my information, keep up with me and everything that I'm doing. But they're doing virtual business cards that not only keep you in touch with everybody, but they also have a CRM background, which is really cool. And you also can do e-commerce with them as well. So make sure that you are uh, going to uh, take a look at that. And again, just scan that code. You'll get all the information you need. And I think we're ready with our guests now. So as I said before, people are always asking me about books and book publishing. I published a book uh, and many of us have, a lot of us are kind of missing the point when it comes to not only getting the book written and published, and doing everything afterwards, but what are you supposed to be doing beforehand? So that's why I'm going to bring on Juliet Clark. There she is. Hey, Juliet, lovely to see you. Nice to see you. Thank you so much for having me. It's really, really uh, thrilled that you're on. And I'll tell you why. Again, as I was saying before, I get so many questions. You know, I'm in media as well. I've written a book uh, too, actually. And I get a lot of questions about books and the right way to do it and the wrong way to do it. Should it be traditional or should it be you know, self-published? But before we ask all of those questions, you uh, have a brand that's called Super Brand Publishing. So nobody better than you to know exactly how to answer the questions. What is it we're supposed to be thinking of long before you say, long before you even publish a book? Building your audience. Right. <laughs> now, you know, so, much, so many authors out there, they, they write the book to get more business, but they would already have the business if they built that platform in advance. So it's, it's building that audience. Right. Well, okay. So what does that actually mean? I'm supposed to be you know, really active on social media. Um, am I supposed to be letting people know who I am, what I'm about, what the book is going to be about? Do I hold that a little closer to my chest in the beginning? How do I do that? Well, it, what it really is, is, is putting together a strategy and then implementing that strategy. So first of all, what is your brand? Um, because that's what people are going to be looking at, whether you're selling um, a book, which is a product, a course, which is a product, you know, anything you sell, people are gonna be looking at that brand. So that's where it all starts. And it's not just the colors you use or the logos. Logo. It's the feel, 
What are your values? What do you stand for? You know, where do you go with this? Um, yes, building content. Content is your trust builder. So that's the second thing you want to start building because you need content for social media. You need yeah. content for that email list. And those are two areas you're going to want to build as well. Right. And then, um, and then putting together power partners. I met you from uh, somebody that was in the Dames. And right. that, that whole organization is about power partnership. Right. And so who are those power partners who will help you launch? Right. What is the media? You're a media person. Um, right. So you don't just start media once your book is out. Right. You start your media, you know, six months a year before. Right. So, so you bring up a really great point here. So when you talk about content, right, you know, you not need to be getting out some content. Is it better to start creating your own shows, i.e. your own TV show, meaning, you know, video television or your own podcast or potentially a magazine as we've done here at In the Limelight? Or is it better to really reach out to those that already have a show, a podcast or a magazine, reach out to them and sort of, uh, you know, power, uh, power up with them? So that that's really interesting because, yes, you should have your own content, and that content will lead you to getting booked on some of those other shows because now you're an expert. So right. people can see, like if people were to look at us, they would say, okay, this is what Clarissa does. This is her philosophy. This is what Juliet does. This is her right. philosophy. And then from there, they decide which fits most with what I want to do. So you should do both. Should do both. I know. I figured as much. I wanted to ask you a little bit about, take, step back a second and, and take a deeper dive into the branding piece. Um, I think people, a lot of people miss the mark when it comes to branding. Um, they might get half of it right. And, and how do they know when they have created a brand, they've gone through the, you know, the checklist, all the, you know, the check, the checks in every box, and that it's landing the way they want them to. They're, they're being perceived the way they want to be perceived. That word there is key, perception. Your brand, and I learned this really quickly in advertising, your brand is not what you think it is. Right. It's what your audience thinks it is. So at first, that might be a test. You set it up and it's your unique value proposition. It's what you're all about. It's those values, that feel you want. And then you start seeing, is this landing? Is it not landing? Um, I think you probably know with branding, we all, I, as companies grow, we all go through a sort of a, a regeneration of that. Yes. So, you know, you, you start in one place, but understand that that's not going to be your brand for the next 20 years. Right. Yeah, there's always sort of a dusting off, isn't there? There's always sort of a revisioning. Uh, I'm doing that right now with my website, for example. Mm -hmm. It's been up that way. It's been that way for five years. I probably should have done a little bit more in the way of changing things up a little bit. But again, that takes away from its time, its effort, and certainly money to continually uh, be changing things up, freshening, you know, freshening up the look and that sort of thing. How often do you think that you need to be making those kinds of changes? Is it every time you have a new idea or every time that you're up leveling the brand? I think every time you're up leveling, we uh, this time of year for us is when we start looking at what do we want to do in 2023? What are our expansion goals? Did we meet them this year? Do we need to refine them? Um, you know, we're actually going through a little bit right now where we're saying going into a little bit of a recession. Should we offer some lower cost products that people can buy into? Um, and that doesn't mean that our brand, uh, you know, our larger brand isn't successful, but we have to look long term 
right. what people can now afford in this economy. So right. I, I would say give it a give it a good look at least once a year. Okay. So okay, give it a good look once a year. Branding piece. We want to make sure. How do we gauge that? we're doing the right thing in our branding and that it is landing exactly the way we want to be perceived. How can we gauge that? Your engagement on social media, your list, when you talk to people, is it hitting the mark? Are people commenting? Are they, you know, doing a little bit of rah-rah for you? One of the things that we use to gauge is are people referring to us? Cause our business is about 95% referral. So are people having a great experience with us and then referring to others to us as well? Oh, it's a, it's a really a no like and trust factor. I think trust has a lot to do with that as well. Um, is this, are we only talking, we, when we talk about content, and I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask the question anyway, is it only platform building on a dig, in digital marketing? I would say yes, for the most part, because that's where people are these days, especially since covid um, you know, they're online, they're looking around. So whether it's a podcast, it's a TV show, uh, you know, we also have a magazine like you do. Um, are, if you're a blog writer, what you should do is find that medium where you will consistently produce great material. Um, and that's really the key is what is comfortable? Where do I have ideas? And, and what is that best way for me to communicate that? And what are some of the best platforms at this point? In other words, I, I, I know that I, I got the idea. I've got the book. I know it's publishing in six months time. I need to start working on my platform now mm -hmm. um, uh, in, in preparation for the publication of that book. On which platforms, which are the ones that you feel get the most bang for the buck? Are you talking about where should I publish or where should I produce my content? Where should you where should you start to publish so that people actually read what you know what's happening? What and and you know when the book is publishing in six months time, you 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 yourself say you've got to start way before that. Okay. You've got to start letting your audience know what's happening. Where do you, where's the best place to put out that kind of content so that the audience will find you? Well, it depends on where your audience is at, Clarissa. And that's probably one of the biggest mistakes we right, see right. is someone that should be over on LinkedIn right. is over on Facebook. And we actually had a woman a couple of years ago who her, her whole program was solo to CEO. Where do you think she should be? Sure. LinkedIn. Absolutely on LinkedIn. Yep. She wouldn't leave Facebook. She yeah. knew Facebook, she knew how to advertise, she knew, you know, all the ins and outs, and we could not convince her that she needed to be on another platform. She wouldn't do the education. And it was, it was sort of an epic fail. Yeah. And I, I really do believe if she'd been in the right place. So you really have to evaluate where are the influencers at that, that you follow that do the same thing, where are they connecting with people? Well, absolutely. Um, yeah. So you, you really have to take a deep dive and do your market research on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think even medium, uh, dot com is a really great place for, you know, for some articles, especially to go out. Uh, Twitter is the greatest place to go and find people that will publish, help you publish, you know, so go to Twitter for journalists and media and that sort of thing. You can get very close uh, that way. I find also that um, LinkedIn is a great way to uh, to get closer to journalists, too. So um, you have to be you really do have to know the platforms and what they're good for. I wouldn't go to Instagram, for example, 
uh, and to look for a journalist. I just wouldn't do that. So you really, it's important that you know the proper social media platform for your audience. I think that that's exactly what you just said, and I couldn't, I couldn't uh, be any um, more in agreement. Let's talk about uh, some of the. You've got some uh, events coming up. I know you wanted to talk about. Uh, you are one busy lady, that's for darn sure. So, uh, is it act, act like an author, think like a boss? Uh, oh, no, yeah. think like a business. Forgive me. Act yeah. like an author, think like a business. Think like a business. That is actually Joylyn Ross's event, and mm -hmm. she's going to be running it as a hybrid this year in Las Vegas and in and online. And um, her philosophy is very much like ours. Uh, you've built that audience. The book is your further nurture tool. And then you're leading people to those bigger products and services. You probably won't get a lot of ROI from that book. It's what you do with that book. So I'm excited about her event because we really do think along the same lines when it comes to that. Yeah. And I think that's another really great point that you make when it comes to book and book publishing. Uh, book, book authors probably need to know for the most part, this is not your money maker. Right. This is your, this is your, uh, it, it's really a, a business card. It's a PR piece. It's, 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 it's the foot in the door it's what gets you on the stage. It's, it, it's definitely a very, very important piece, but may not necessarily be your moneymaker, but certainly it's great for lead gen. Agreed? Agreed. Lead very much agreed yeah. Um, okay. And then you've got, I'd love to hear more about your 10 day challenge. <laughs> Well, we have noticed we, we get our clients, a lot of them from a couple large coaching programs out there. And the one thing we see over and over is that they've been encouraged to write a book, uh, but no platforms built. So they're expecting that book to build the audience instead of the audience to be excited about their book. So we're putting a lot in 2023 into platform building. So do you have your brand built? Do you have your content? A lot of those things I just mentioned. So we're gonna take 10 days via the uh, LinkedIn newsletter and we're gonna be producing articles. We have experts on video for each of those eight categories that we feel you have to have solidly built to really launch your book in a big way. And so what you're really doing is setting yourself up for advanced lead gen, not only for that book, but then into leading people into those programs, products, and services. Right. And I want you guys to think about the book in this way. There are probably, if you look at what Clarissa does, there are probably, I'd say a hundred people who does what she does. But that book is an opportunity to find out what Clarissa is authentically about is she your person? Do you resonate with what she says? Do you like her knowledge? And that's what's going to lead people to hire her. Right. So you have to, that's where your opportunity lies with the book is to really set yourself apart from your competition. Right. You also have your own podcast because you took your own advice, right? And started your own podcast, which is called Promote, Profit, and Publish. Right. When you talk about the promotion part, what is the best way? Let's say we're self-published. Best way to promote your book. Best way to promote your book is to build your author platform. I hate to be redundant here, but okay. getting out there on social media. So this is where how you can tell when people haven't built their author platform. And I know you've seen it, Clarissa. Um, it's constant buy my book, buy my book, buy my book with no content. 
So, you know, they're out there telling you about their book, but if they had done it the right way, they would have been building all of that expert knowledge in the content leading up to the book for six months to a year. So it isn't just a, a naked, I'm begging you to buy my book. It is a, hey, excited audience, it's here. Yeah. Profit. Interesting. I'd love to hear your take on profitability around the book. Books rarely make you money. We just said it. Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted confirmation, but that's okay. Yeah, it is. But here's, here's what you have to look at. If you have everything properly built, you're not going to get that ROI, especially if you've self-published or you've gone the hybrid route. For someone like you who has a traditionally published book, you know, you are going to make money on it because you're going to get royalties. Um, You do get royalties on the other, but the money you put in, that's not where the book royalties are not where you're going to get the money out. That's why it's so important to have a next step to lead people to. So I read your book. I'm really excited about it. Um, Your your book about self-esteem. So I want to know more about that. I go buy your thousand or five thousand or ten thousand dollar course to learn how to do that, to learn whatever I need to do. So that's why you need to have all of those pieces in place and know what your next step is that you're leading people to. So that's where your ROI is at. So promote profit we've spoken about. Speak a second about the publish part. So it's really important for you to understand the different modalities of publishing and where you fit in. So someone like Clarissa, she has a huge audience for her to write a book proposal and to go and 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 put that into traditional publishers. They're probably going to say yes, because they're a business and the audience that you bring is going to hopefully bring them profit, but at least break even Hmm. for for those that don't have an office or an 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 audience, you're probably looking at a hybrid or a Mm self-publishing. So now you have to look at what is that cost? Where am I going with it? What do I need to do? And you need to do that early. So before you write that book, because you might be able, you need to build that audience for the book launch. So you need to really look at publishing modalities and ask a lot of questions when you're doing it. And remember that, remember this, Publishing has a language of its own. So ask the right questions because what you think I'm saying may not be what I'm actually saying. And we run into that a lot in this business. Yeah. I think that, I think that for the first, especially for the first time uh, author, it's rather daunting. Uh, You know, the creativity part is is one thing. That's what comes out of your head and onto paper. Um, And the idea of having your book published is certainly an exciting one. But what really needs to take place? What are the it's a it really is a business. It's more than a book. It's a business as you as you uh, uh, as you teach and preach. Right. It's a business. Get yourself ready as you would any other business, any other uh, endeavor that you would be launching is is just as important with books as it is with anything else, Uh, if not more so, because uh, once that book is published, and it's out there online. You can't get it back. So you want to make sure that you take right. <laughs> you want to make sure you're taking all the proper steps. And 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 you know what I mean, Juliet. That means everything from the cover mm-hmm. uh, to the editing to the proofread to I mean, there's so many different aspects to just getting the book out. Let alone making sure that it's 
set up properly, that you are promoting it, that you are getting it published correctly, and that you are potentially setting yourself up for after for the profitability piece, right? Right. Yeah. And two big things that, that people are always surprised by is number one, what do you mean I have to look at every draft that comes back? Because you have to look at, you will literally be sick of your own book before it comes out. I You'll be like, I hate this person. I don't want that. That's book. a good problem to have. It's a good problem. It, it is. And the other thing is the discounts. When you get down to the royalties, people don't understand why their royalties are so small. And there's this guy out there called a distributor. And he wants a really big oh, chunk yeah, of does. <laughs> Absolutely does. Lots to know about writing a book, getting a book published. Do it the right way. I mean, you're going to be putting a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of heart, a lot of soul into your project. You want to make sure that you're doing it right. And Juliet definitely knows how to help you do that. Um, I do a double, want to double check with you. How do we find out about your 10-day challenge again? Where do we? Where can I put, put that? Go to BreakthroughAuthorNewsletter.com. That'll take you right into our LinkedIn newsletter. You just hit subscribe and it will be delivered into your inbox. Fantastic. And then they can find you at Juliet Dillon, D-I-L-L-O-N Clark. Yes. On LinkedIn. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. I think that's pretty much you have one last thing you'd like to tell everybody about what they need not to do when publishing a book. (laughs) Uh. Let's see. The biggest don't, don't write it on your own. Use a book developer. Definitely spend the money and use a book developer so you have the best book possible. Well, there you go. I would say that's it. Everybody, that is Juliet Clark with Breakthrough, break, Breakthrough Publishing. Did I say that right? Oh, break Super Publishing. publishing. <laughs> so, super, what? I'm getting it all wrong. I'm reading the wrong page. <laughs> It's Monday. It is Monday. Sorry. Say it again. Superbrand Publishing. It's right here. I can see it. I was looking. I was reading the page. I should have been reading the website. Anyway, thanks so much, Juliet, for putting up with me and for being on the show. We really appreciate the time that you've uh, that you've and all of the you know the great nuggets that you dropped here today. I've really uh, now that when next time somebody asks me about publishing a book, I'm going to make sure they know about you. Thanks again for being on the show. And everybody, that is the end of this episode. We'll be seeing you on the next one. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the In the Limelight podcast, intelligent media for the savvy entrepreneur. You can listen to this and all of my podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, and Inspired News Radio. You'll find all of my videos and the In the Limelight digital magazine on clarissabert.com. And don't forget to connect with me on social pretty much anywhere. Stay well until we meet again in the limelight.